Classroom management strategies for elementary classrooms are a dime a dozen. The fact is every teacher finds what works for them and then thinks that it's the best way for all classrooms. In reality, you need a classroom management system that you can truly adapt to each group of students that you have from year to year while staying simple so that you can maintain consistency. In today's episode, I'm going to share my favorite classroom management system that stays simple but allows you to adapt and customize to each group of students' needs. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Teaching Made Easy podcast, where it's all about simple systems that actually work so you can finally teach and give your students bigger impact in their learning. Teaching is hard, y'all, but what if I told you that sometimes we make it harder than it has to be? I'm Farah, CEO of Farah Henley Education and host of the Teaching Made Easy podcast. I've been an educator for almost 25 years, and to say I've seen a thing or two is an understatement. I know how much you pour your heart and soul into your students and your classroom, and I want to help you find some simple ways to have a bigger impact without breaking the bank or spending all your free time focused on school. You don't have to be a Pinterest teacher to be a great teacher, and that is what this podcast is all about. So grab your favorite beverage, head out on that walk, or just soak the day away in a bubble bath. But sit back and let's enter the world of teaching made easy. What's kicking educational rock stars? Welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Made Easy podcast. I'm the Center Fairy, your ultimate source into the wonderful world of simple classroom systems that actually work so that you can finally get back to what you love teaching. If this is your first time joining me here on the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you found us on your favorite podcast listening platform and allowed us into your ear holes. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. We're so excited that you are back for another week of helpful tips and strategies to make your teacher life easier. Now, guys, we are continuing our series on the most common questions that I get asked in our DMs or email. And this week's question is, what is your favorite classroom management system? I get that. I get asked that all the time. What is your favorite classroom management system? Now, like I said, classroom management systems are a dime a dozen. You've got clip charts and bucket fillers, treasure chests and classroom economies. These are just a few that come to mind. And guys, I've tried them all, literally. And the problem with all of those systems is that they're complicated and they often required a lot of upkeep from myself. Not to mention the social emotional effects of some of them, <clears throat> club charts, or the huge dent that others would make in my bank account, like treasure chests for all that junk. Now, I've always been a simple as best type teacher. There's no reason to complicate something if there's a simple solution available. When I started looking for the perfect classroom management system for my classrooms years ago, I knew that it had to meet certain criteria. One, it had to be simple to maintain. Two, it had to be adaptable from year to year because I didn't have time to be researching and finding new classroom management systems every year. And three, well, it had to be free because teachers shouldn't be spending their own money on useless junk like treasure chest stuff. That's when I found an organization called Whole Brain Teaching. I actually served for eight years on the board for this organization, and some of you may have been around since that time. I actually became a national trainer for the methods that they share, and sharing the classroom management system with teachers around the world became a passion because it was simple and it worked. Now, before you go searching for this method online, let me be transparent that I'm no longer with the organization because it became clear that my beloved classroom management system was being twisted and turned into a very complicated system 
that just wasn't maintainable. This went against what I knew to be true. Simple, adaptable, and free were best. Okay, now I believe the basic system of this classroom management system is the best version. And quite frankly, it can be used in any classroom with any group of students, K through college. Yes, I said K through college. It can even be used online in a virtual situation. What makes this system, the basic system, so powerful? It's the fact that it's built on the time old principle Games are fun and we all like to win. Now the system starts with a basic set of rules or expectations if you want to call them that. The rules are simple and cover pretty much everything that might come up in your classroom. These rules also lend themselves to building a positive classroom culture inside your four walls. Rule number one, follow directions immediately. Rule number two, raise your hand for permission to speak. Rule number three, raise your hand for permission to leave your seat. Rule number four, make smart choices. And rule number five, keep your dear teacher happy. Now let me address the elephants in the room. Rule two and three sound like students are sitting quietly in the same spot all day, only moving or speaking when told to. This couldn't be further from the truth. These rules, like all of them, are discussed, practiced, modeled, and then practiced throughout the year. They are also adaptable to different scenarios in our classroom day. I like to use what was called the rule on, rule off system. This was a simple system, just like everything else in my classroom. With a simple sticky note, I could turn a rule on or off. If we were doing an activity that made rule two and three sound silly, we simply turned it off for that time. Then when it made sense to turn it back on, we turned it back on. Now rule number five has always been controversial. However, it's the catch-all rule. Your students are creative and they're gonna come up with some things that you can't even think of. So instead of having a bajillion rules or expectations listed on charts on your wall, just use keep your dear teacher happy. The thing is, is they're not trying to make you happy. You're already happy every day to be their teacher and spend the day learning with them. They just need to keep you that way. And how do they do that? By following the other rules and learning. It's that simple. Next is the scoreboard. That's right, a scoreboard. This scoreboard is simple and yet so powerful. Using a dry erase marker, you simply draw the little T scoreboard on the whiteboard and on one side, you're gonna draw a smiley face and on the other side, you're gonna draw a frowny face. Throughout the day, students are gonna earn smileys or frownies based on following the rules and expectations. Smileys meant that they were following those expectations and frownies meant that they were not. The key to the scoreboard though is that it's used quickly and consistently throughout the day. It is perfectly normal for there to be 40 to 50 marks on both sides by the end of the day. Now, typically, I was giving a point on either side every probably two to three minutes throughout my day. Now, this may make you think that you're spending all your time giving points on the scoreboard, but it's simply not the case. The scoreboard should be quick. Give the point and move on. Typically, when I give a point, it's going to sound something like this. I love how table three is sitting up straight and looking at me while I'm teaching. And I'm going to give a point on the scoreboard. Students are as fast as they can going to clap and say, oh yeah, and I'm going to continue teaching. There is no break. Guys, when I say that this was something that I could do in the moment of teaching, I might be teaching about fractions or teaching about context clues, whatever it was. And I just, in, the, in a natural break in my sentences of speaking and teaching, I would just say, I love how straight and tall table three is sitting. One second party. And they would give me the one second party. I would move on with my teaching. And miraculously, the rest of my class was sitting up straight and tall. I'm just telling you, it is a magical thing, my friend. When I'm giving a saddie, it's gonna sound, or a frowny, it's going to sound a little different. 
I'm going to say, oh my goodness, I have a friend who is not sitting straight in their chair or sitting straight in their chair is not really something I would probably say that for, but I might say, I have a friend who is not sitting in their chair correctly or not sitting crisscross applesauce, whatever you, whatever rule or expectation you have, I'm going to give the frowny and I, they immediately are going to know that they're supposed to give a mighty groan. They're going to shrug their shoulders as quickly as possible while saying, uh, and it's fast, lightning fast, guys. And now this is practice, the one second party and the mighty groan are practiced at the beginning of the year and you practice getting them super fast so that they know what they're supposed to do when you give a point on the scoreboard either way. Now, it is going to take practice, but it does get very easy to get the hang of. And very quickly, probably I would say within a week, it became natural for me to teach this way. It is key to note that when you're giving points, smileys can be directed at a specific student or group, but frownies are always done in a general fashion. Bring attention to the rule being broken without calling a student out. So you might be asking yourself, since it's a game, what do they win? Well, the scoreboard is a whole class system. So they're gonna win something or lose something as a whole class. But here's the key, start small, like really small. If you go big in September, you're gonna need tickets to Disney by May. Small rewards like a one minute of free talk time at the end of the day is something that I would start with. Yes, even with my fifth graders. Then as the year progresses and my students' needs change, I'm going to change the reward. A reward in my class might typically last two to three weeks. I could even circle back to previous rewards after, after a simple short break from them. Now, this is just a basic overview of the rules and scoreboard, but the thing that makes this my absolute favorite management system is that it's simple. So stinking simple. You literally just need a marker and the scoreboard drawn on your whiteboard. And you can draw it on other things like a tablet or a notebook or even a an index card that you hang on your lanyard around your neck and you can take it with you. So you can take your classroom management system with you outside your classroom. Absolutely amazing. Now the organization, should you go to look them up, in my opinion, has made this way more complicated now, but I literally never had to go past the basic version of this scoreboard in an entire year. And guys, I used the scoreboard with a group of students that I looped from one grade level to another, and I used the exact same classroom management system both years. That's how amazing this system is. Now, as I stated before, this is meant to be a whole class system and individual behavior management was something of a different beast, but it is something that I also tackled with another very simple tool and powerful tool, but that's for another day. Now, if you're looking for more tips, strategies, or simple systems to take back into your classroom to make your teacher life easier, check out the other episodes of the Teaching Made Easy podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and check the show notes for any links to any resources that I've mentioned in today's episode. And if you haven't done so already, we would be extremely grateful if you would jump over to your favorite podcast listening platform and leave us a five-star review because reviews help educational rock stars like you find the podcast and help us have a greater impact on teachers and students around the world. We'd also love to hear from you and would love it if you'd shoot us a DM or an email. Shoot us that DM over on Instagram to let us know that you thought this episode was helpful. And if it was, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag us at Farrah Henley Education. 
and tag your teacher bestie too so that they can benefit from these tips as well. Thanks for listening and keeping an educational rock star. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode by clicking the link in the description to jump over to the show notes. I know your time is valuable as a teacher, and I am honored that you chose to spend a piece of it with me. Help other teachers like you find the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when new episodes are available. Thanks again for listening, and most importantly, keep being educational rock stars.